Possum Podcast. Toot toot. Well, folks, Mr. Possum and I have found ourselves in a bit of a situation. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You see, about a week or two ago, we uh we was out picking rambleberries. It is a uh, rambleberry season, of course. Mm, juicy, juicy rambleberries. I regret nothing. Yeah, and I guess we stumbled onto the property of a giant. Mm-hmm. Big old feller. And a hungry giant at that. One of them big classic giants got like a bowl cut. Yep, the giant you are thinking of, it was that guy. Mm-hmm. And he trapped us in a uh, little trap he had set up with his uh, with a shoebox of his. The old box and the stick, you know? He put some uh, rambleberries underneath a box and propped it up with a stick. I wasn't looking for it and bumped into it, honestly, mm-hmm. because I didn't know they made shoeboxes for giants. I, it's not something I'm normally looking for when I'm out picking rambleberries. It was news to me, too. I mean, I'm used to that kind of a box stick trap when it's at ground level, but I just, I mean, the size of this giant's shoebox, it was like an entire Costco. Exactly, and, and just like that, bam, lights out, goes from day to night, he trapped us, and uh, he was going to make us into a pot of stew, or uh, I don't know, perhaps he was going to uh, skewer us on some kebabs and eat us. Mm-hmm. He was chopping up some vegetables while we were talking to him. But uh, we convinced him to let us go free and come back in two weeks' time. Fourteen moons, as he said it, with uh, five gifts each. He requested five gifts from each of us, and if he likes our gifts... We get to go free. And if he doesn't like our gifts, he's going to make us into a stew. Pretty simple, right? Simple, fair, just right on the nose, the kind of a deal you'd expect from a giant while he's chopping veggies in front of you. Yeah. I would rather be in the stew than be a skewer. Yeah. I would rather a wet culinary death than a dry one where I am, you know, slowly roasted while being skewered. Oh, yeah, you're going to be poked. You're going to be stretched out and very uncomfortable. Whereas if you're in a stew, you're just kind of at the pool with like a potato floaty. Exactly. And you're just kind of hanging out until it gets too hot. And I imagine, it's not unlike the pool or a hot tub situation, you first dip that toe in, you're like, ooh, that's too hot. Mm-hmm. But after a while, your body gets kind of used to it, right? For sure. And then I think you just kind of relax as you're... Uh, muscles and everything sort of float off your bones. That's what I that's what I imagine happens. That's exactly what it would be like. So Big Al and I, we got a big pile of gifts for the giant. So when we come back, we'll get into our giant gifts. Don't go anywhere.
tonight, Mr. Possum and I have made a deal with a giant. We're going to bring him some gifts, and if he likes them, he won't cook us and eat us. So stakes are pretty high, I guess. The stakes are high, that, and we might end up being stakes at the end of it. Uh, Mr. Possum, what's your first gift for the hungry giant, Tutu? Oh, just a big gym bag full of rambleberries. No big deal. Wonder where I got these. Rambleberries. Yeah. Like the ones that we picked from the giant's property. That's right. Yeah. But this time, I'm giving them to him. That's the twist. Because, yeah, I stole them the first time, and I intended to eat them myself. I was going to dunk my entire head in one of these giant berries and just gulp and gulp until it was gone. But this time I'm bringing them to him, and this is a smart play. And you might want to take notes, because you want to paint yourself as a helper. You're like, look, I know I got caught stealing these berries, but it's just all I know how to do, boss. It's just what I'm best. I mean, it's almost like if you set me loose out there, I'll just pick berries for you and bring them to you. You want a big old dollop of whipped cream on it? Ew. I won't tell anybody, you big old giant. It'll be your little dessert treat. Okay. So I got two problems, maybe. Let's say questions. Okay. We'll not say that they're problems yet. Okay. They are questions. Uh, one is, don't you think that the giant is likely to feel that berries that you stole from him don't count as a gift since he technically already owns them and you're holding them from him uh, sort of improperly. Hard to say. I mean, I'm just, I'm just a simple little feller. You know, I'm just, I'm just so tiny. My brain is so tiny. It's like the size of a little ravioli. It's so cute. I don't know what I'm doing. All I want to do is serve this guy. And that's what he's going to remember. I know what you're doing here. You're doing that thing. And you love to do this. You're, you can't be held accountable for your own actions because you have a brain the size of a ravioli. You love that defense. Uh, and, it, and it often does work. I'm not sure it's going to work with a giant who would just as soon pop you into his mouth uh, like a grape tomato as uh, let you go. I'm not well, sure that's you know going what? to work. I'm not sure if it's going to work either. I'm not sure much of anything. I'm just an old stupid country possum. My other question, not yet a problem, is don't you think the fact that you have a bag full of berries that's just brimming, overflowing with ramble berries, don't you think that that might make the giant think that you have more bags of more berries elsewhere? I hope he does think that. I really do, because then he'll keep me around. When I see a bag like that, that's just like overflowing with something, I imagine that there must be two, three more bags. You'd be right, but I've got it hidden in a tiny little hiding place, and he'll never find it. He's going to have to keep me alive so I can bring him more berries. Do you see how I just got you to reveal to me that you have more bags of berries? Mm -hmm. See, your negotiation here is not going to work out with the giant. I don't know, Big Al. This is a lot of number talk for this little ravioli. That's a lot for my thinking meat. (laughs) Big Al, what's your next gift for the giant? Now, I figure we got to really dazzle this giant if we're going to get out of this bargain, Mr. Possum. So for my first gift, I have baked a pie. Oh, yes. Now, not just any pie. 
This is a real spectacle of a pie. Ooh, okay. Have you ever seen one of those medieval pies where it's like a meat pie, right? And it's big. Oh yeah. It's maybe got like a maybe got like a bird on the on the top crust. Oh yeah. Of it. Yeah, something for the king's fifteenth birthday, his name day. Oh yeah. And then he cuts into it, the king or whoever cuts into it, and then actual live birds fly out of the pie mm-hmm. and dazzle the court. Live birds baked into the pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That has got to be a real roller coaster for those birds, I got to say. Uh, you're getting baked into a pie. That's that's usually game over for a bird. Yeah. But then they just fly back out of it. You got to be really bragging to the other birds next week at the bird tavern. Like, I survived being cooked into an actual pie. Yep. You and I might have a story like that next week if we fail the giant. Yeah, it would be quite the tale, Mr. Possum. So anyway, instead of birds... I wanted to do something really magical for the giant, so I got some frogs. Frogs? You know that expression, uh, when frogs fly, or wait, no, it's when frogs, if frogs had wings. Anyway, one of those expressions about frogs. I thought it'd be cool if frogs flew out of the pie instead of birds. So I got some compressed air and some frogs, and when he cuts into this pie, these frogs are going to fly everywhere. So flying frogs, how novel is that? That is a big deal. This gift for the giant. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I love the spectacle pie. I love it. I think in medieval times, I think that was to them, like the commoners, seeing one of them pies with birds flying out of it was probably like seeing the Matrix for the first time. Oh, yeah. Just the highlight of this season. Now, when you're talking about frogs flying out of a pie, let me just tell you, that idea is the first idea you've ever told me that I actually like. I've been lying all the other times. This is the first good idea you've ever had. Okay. If I could knight you, I would. Now, having said that, oh, the, uh, the giant's going to Can I, can I say it. real quick, um, the most doubt I've ever had about this idea was when just now you said, it was the only good idea I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like your mom saying she like thinks your pants are cool. You're like, oh, these pants are toast. Yeah. I mean, this guy's got a uh, little ravioli for a brain. Mm-hmm. And he thinks this frog pie is a good idea. Boy, howdy, don't I? Mr. Possum, what's the next gift you're offering to the big hungry giant? Well, this next one's about setting a tone, Big Al. About setting a tone. Setting a tone? Yes, it's going to be a lousy gift on purpose. Oh, no. It's going to be... Oh, no. Something cute. Something that makes me look cute. Like a like a dog that picks up a stick that's way too big and can't get through the doorway. That's adorable. I'm going to have that kind of vibe. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get one of his stinky old socks and I'm going to drag it in with my mouth and that's going to be my second gift. Oh, no. Now, it doesn't have to be useful. 
It's his own sock, who cares? But as long as I look real excited and proud and kind of wag my nasty little tail, it'll be better if the giant kind of underestimates me and thinks this poor, simple little creature. So you're imagining that the giant is going to look down at you offering him his own sock and think, oh, this is like my little pet now. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. Uh, How could I do anything to harm this little pet of mine? So... Uh, stupid. Uh, I think you have overthought your way somehow into a pot of stew here, Mr. Possum. That is a terrible, a terrible gift. I cannot believe we're only two gifts in and you're already offering him a sock that you don't even know if you're going to be able to find. What if he keeps his socks in the top drawer? You're not going to get up there. No, it'll be a dirty one. They'll be on the floor. What if he uses a hamper? What he if he has a tall a ham- hamper? He don't use a hamper. Giants don't use hampers. Are you serious? Okay. Get real. Why don't you wake up? You sound so foolish. Now I'm going to bring a sock in there. And he's going to see me as a simple, stupid pet. You don't take a simple, stupid pet and put him in a stew. What you do is you pet him on the head and say, you poor idiot, come sit on my lap. Uh-huh. That's what you do to a dog. And that's how I'm going to live. I'm going to be his little... Little helper. I'm gonna be like the little salacious crumb. Work for Jabba. We're gonna put you in a gold bikini and watch you shake it. I don't think Salacious Crumb's situation would be as good as it is if all he had done was bring Jabba a dirty sock. Now I don't know, Jabba probably doesn't use socks, but maybe when it's cold he puts some kind of weird uh wrap thing around his tail. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, I guarantee you Jabba the Hutt wears a compression sock to for his circulation. His whole body goes in it. Yeah. Come on. Okay. He I works guarantee his way, it. Works his way into that thing like a like an egg going into a snake's mouth, I guess. Oh yeah, he's got a bunch of helpers to put it on him. Sure. He can't just sit out like a big pile of refried beans all the time. He's got to get that blood pumping. Big Al, what you got next? My next gift for the giant is this enormous, elaborately painted portrait. Now I know. He's going to be uh, he's going to be fresh off the surprise and joy of having been given one of his own dirty socks. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this portrait is going to knock the socks he's got on clean off. Toot toot. Toot toot. All right, so it's the giant, the giant that yeah. currently has control of our fate, and he's just sitting on a couch as the portrait. Well, here's the thing, Mr. Possum. I went ahead and got this portrait enchanted. It's got to be a giant-sized gift, so it's got to be magical, right? Oh, yeah. I went ahead and got this enchanted for him by the old uh, Bog Witch. The Bog Witch? And so this portrait, instead of being frozen in time, like most portraits and pictures, shows the giant however he is at this very moment. So this portrait is going to age with him. It's going to repaint himself with whatever activity he is doing at the time. It's really neat. It's It's like a living painting in a way. So right now, he's on the couch, probably, like, watching the, the game, you know? Oh, well, it looks like he ducked into the restroom. Let's let's cover it with a blanket or something. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't like this gift. It's worse than a dirty sock, and here's why. What's he want with a portrait that shows exactly what he's doing? You might as well save your money on the bog witch and just got him a mirror. What's he want with this thing? Every time he's looking at it, it's just him looking at the painting. Yeah, that's true. Anytime he is looking at the painting, it will be a painting of a giant looking at a painting. Buddy, you are stew meat. 
Anybody ever tell you that before? You look like stew meat to me. I mean, you don't think that's cool? The uh, a, a painting that is so elaborate that it it follows you throughout the rest of your life, gives you a kind of living portrait of yourself, tells your story. No, it don't tell the future nothing. It's just what you're doing right now. This is a better gift for us because this could be like a little surveillance camera to see what the giant's up to in case he wants to flip the script and come kill us early or something. We can see him coming. Wow. I hate to say this, Mr. Possum, but you, uh, I believe you are correct. This, this actually might be the most powerful weapon we have against the giant, is this portrait. And you're just going to give it to him. And I was, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to give it to him. You look like a pile of stew meat. Stewie Griffin over here. Big Al, what you got next? My next gift for the Hungry Giant is this magical, ancient, leather-bound volume. A book? Come on. Yes, a book, but a magical book that contains within it all of the recipes for every type of beer you could ever want to drink. Now, I know that our Hungry Giant loves himself a beer. So I'm giving him a magical tome that makes him the king of beers. Name a beer, Mr. Possum, and I'll bet you I'll find its ingredients within the pages of this magical manuscript of beer recipes. Hmm. How about a Pilsner Steve Urkel? Pilsner Urkel. Uh, that's an easy one. I believe that's the first Pilsner itself. Uh, and look here. I've, I've flipped through to the peas, and there it is right there. Pilsner Urkel. And it tells you exactly... How to make it. This stinks. Oh, this one stinks as well, huh? What possible reason could you have oh for my. saying that this gift is not good? It's got every type of beer in it. Yeah, you got the recipes to make beer, which is the classic gift mistake is to give someone a task to, oh, here's how to do this. Now they got to go get all this stuff and make it. Then you got to think about this giant's got to do a bunch of math. Because he's got to look at the recipe for, you know, whatever, a quart of beer, whatever you're making, and he's got to do all this math to multiply it to make enough for him to drink. Come on. He's going to hate it. People can just make their own beer anytime they want. It's not that he, he don't know how. He don't want to. He don't want to. It's a hassle. Uh-huh. Now, take a, take a note from me. This is my third gift. I'm going to give this giant a keg of beer. It's already prepared. It's in a little barrel. And he can just chug it. Uh-huh. Isn't that better? Isn't that better? That's your third gift is a keg of beer. Yes. I'm sorry. You're going to give him a keg of beer right after I give him my magical tome that I paid a pretty penny for. Yep. That has a bunch of different recipes for beer. You're going to sabotage my gift, basically, is what you're going to do. Well, I mean, I don't really care. I'm not precious about what order I go in. If it makes you feel better, I'll go first. Either way, your gift is disappointing. Uh -huh. And a step down from what I've done. I want you to stand very far away from me when we're on giant trial because he's going to pluck you out and toss you in some piping hot stew and I don't want to get wrapped up in it. I think it's possible he's going to have been to, oh, I don't know, one party before in his life. Mm. And he's going to know that one keg of beer is not that big of a deal. Well, 
You can think whatever you want, stew meat. Whatever you want. Tonight we are gathering some gifts to give to a hungry giant in hopes that he will not boil us in a soup or stuff us into a, uh, a burrito or cook us on a grill. Mr. Possum, <laughs> what's the next gift you have to give to the hungry giant? Well, you know what? This ain't the only giant that lives up there in the clouds. He's got neighbors. It's a bit of a trek, but he's got neighbors. So I'm going to go to his neighbor's house, also a giant, and I'm going to steal some stuff from his garden. Get me some fresh crinkle fruit, some puffin bush. Uh, yeah. Some lack of daisies. I'm gonna get all that stuff. Okay. And then I'm gonna bring it in, and he's gonna sure he's gonna suspect that it's from his neighbor's house, but he didn't do nothing. You know, he's just gonna get to eat some piping hot crinkle fruit that came right off the vine. Here's the worst case scenario. Let's say the other giant catches us stealing hot crinkles. He'll see us running for this giant's house and think that we work for him, that we're like little paid thieves. And then he's going to come over there and say, how come you got these little fellas stealing my crinkle fruit and my puffin bush? And then we get to watch a giant fight, which will be tight, and you know it. And it's also our chance to escape while they scuffle. Any problems? Lord, give me the confidence of a mediocre possum. Mediocre? I cannot believe we have gotten this far into the gifts. You have not offered up a single real gift that this giant did not already own or that belongs to you or uh, or that you even have at this moment. Your gifts are all things you are promising yourself you're going to go do. I think it's actually incredible. And now you're going to go gamble getting yourself in trouble with another giant to try to deal with the giant that you are struggling with right now. You said worst case scenario, you watch a giant fight another giant. No, mm -hmm. that's not the worst case scenario. Oh, yeah. Worst case scenario is you have two deals with two giants who both want to eat you. That's your worst case scenario. Oh, it'll be like Ozark. I think it's a terrible idea to go and mess with another giant before we have resolved our conflict with this giant. Well, look, I don't know what it takes for you to start doing desperate gambling stuff. But for me, it's when I'm on trial from a giant. When my life is on the line, I start to get a little desperate, start making some big moves. Uh -huh. Now, I don't know what it takes for you to feel cornered, but I feel cornered. Okay. All right. So, uh, I mean, we do truly have a gambler spirit because you are talking about risking it all. Mm -hmm. uh, you got kind of a double or nothing strategy on this one. So I guess in that sense, I respect it. Yep, I'm just at the poker table, and I'm pushing all the chips to the center, and I'm saying, I'm putting it all on crinkle fruit. Big Al, what you gonna give this big old feller? My next gift for the giant is this here goose. Oh, goose. Okay. Does it lay golden eggs or anything, or even deviled eggs? Nope. It does not lay golden eggs. Hmm. Does it, like, tell the future, or does it just kind of honk? It does not tell the future, Mr. Possum, but it is smart. It's a smart goose. Oh, it's smart. Yep. So it knows stuff. It's got secret knowledge. It's a smart goose, yes. 
so like it knows who assassinated JFK? Oh, no, no, no. It does not know who assassinated JFK, Mr. Prosser. Mm. Sorry, when I say it's smart, I mean that it connects to the Wi-Fi and you can find out where it is and you can find out whether it's about to lay an egg. See, look, I've got this oh. uh, phone app here connected to the goose. Okay. And you, we can check this right. Uh, yeah, see, we got about 30% of an egg going on inside that mm. goose there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in about, a, in about uh, looks like in about an hour or so, we're going to have ourselves a fresh goose egg. Just a regular, just another goose. Just a smaller goose on that egg. That's it. No gold or nothing. No, but this is very, I think this is very handy. I think this is a cool gift that the, that the giant will appreciate. A goose hooked up to the Wi-Fi. You never have to wonder where it is. You never have to wonder where your next egg is coming from. Well, you might want to, when you explain this to the giant, pronounce it differently. Don't say this is a smart goose. Say this is a smart goose. It's very important that you put the accent there. That way he knows it's electronic. Oh, I see. Instead of smart goose, mm-hmm. you say smart goose. Smart goose. Right. I see. Hey, goose, play Rosanna by Toto. Oh, uh, the goose I don't think is going to like Oh, wow. Goose is actually singing the song. This is a better gift than I thought. We've come to our last two gifts, though I'm being a little generous to describe any of what Mr. Possum has brought tonight as a gift. But uh, if the giant doesn't like these, he's going to eat us. So what's your last gift, Mr. Possum? This is your last chance to escape the coals of the fire and the hot boiling broth. Well, I intend to give the gift of being dazzled. I'm going to put on one of my fireworks shows, Big Al. What? Get your party pants on. Oh, my God. It's time. Really? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of whiz-bangs. A lot of whirly-doos. Okay. Uh, Mr. Possum, uh, I'm just going to plead with you. Do not try to give the giant one of your famous fireworks displays. I have seen your famous fireworks displays, mm-hmm. and I'm not a giant. Yeah. And I know how unimpressive they actually are. Well, you're spoiled. You'll, you're spurled. You've seen too many good fireworks shows. Now, this this old feller, he's just a simple country giant. When I do one of my fireworks shows, he's going to say, can you do this every year? I, do, I doubt that so much, Mr. Possum. The last fireworks show I went to of yours, it was you spitting stolen fountain pennies into the air and making popping sounds with your mouth. Oh, I love how you undersell that. You don't mention the strobe lights that made the pennies shine in the air. You don't mention the wind machine that made my hair look cool. You don't even mention the music I was playing. I had jock jams and stuff. Quite the show. Uh, quite the show, but you build it as a fireworks show. Mm-hmm. There weren't any fireworks, and I don't think there are going to be any fireworks in this one you're talking about giving the giant. Oh, I covered myself legally. I put quotes around fireworks. It's really more about the vibe. So are you going to do air quotes when you tell the giant you're giving him a fireworks show? Uh, 
Well, in that case, I'm not really worried about legal trouble because he ain't going to sue me. He's just going to cook me. So I'm going to say the word fireworks and just kind of go with it. Okay. All right. What you got? What's your last gift? What's so good about what you got? Well, I have here (laughs) another magical item made of solid gold for the giant. Look at this. It's a huge golden microphone. And this is the one that I think is really going to seal my fate as a free person of the non-giant world. This is a golden microphone that when spoken into, every joke you tell will be funny. So the giant is guaranteed that anytime he has to speak in front of people, say at a wedding or at a business conference, anyone who hears him will be charmed by his wit and his humor. I think you're on to something there, Big Al. I think, I think that mic could work. Give him some confidence, make him funny, maybe make him more happy so that he won't eat us. Yeah, I think he's going to be so excited. He's going to start planning his first open mic instead of planning, you know, what he's going to marinate us in before he cooks us, mm-hmm. you know? So if the golden mic makes anything you say just knee-slapping, hee-haw hilarious, why don't we give it to me so that I can do some comedy for the giant? And then I could kind of subvert the whole thing and kind of do a lot of bits about letting little fellers free. I could have some stuff where it's like, Hey, how y'all doing out there? Anybody huge? You know, the worst thing about tiny feller soup, got a tiny feller in it. You know how when you're out there on your old giant property and you see a couple tiny fellers stealing berries from you, and then you stub your toe because you shouldn't have been chasing them anyway? <laughs> Isn't that terrible? You know what, Mr. Possum, that's actually really good. I think that's going to work really well. You like it? Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, I, I think when the when the giant falls asleep during that, we'll be able to just walk right out of his giant castle. All right, I'll work with that. And go home. Some podcast. Toot toot.